Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex and the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex and the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, it's, it's middle of the week, not usually the day we record. No. Throw me off. Move to a Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. instead of our bright and early Friday morning. Actually, it's not bright and early. I wish it was a little brighter and earlier, but well, that we'll will be coming that for us when and just like that. Season yeah. two drops. <laughs> and we're at the fucking crack of dawn at five. Guys, when the sun rises, we are recording. Just know that. Yeah. To get you people your episode by like 2 p.m. Because yeah. we know you need it. We're just, you know, we're turning out content. I wish HBO Max would just drop them all. Although that would be stressful if they dropped them all. Because I do like that we week week watch it together. the episodic, yeah. Yeah. I do as well. I wonder if they'll give us two when they start, like they did last time. Like they did last time. But I think that had a lot to do with the big... I don't think they're... I mean, they can't have anything as big as big dying. I would agree with that, but you just never know with these people. I mean... I don't know what's going Harry on. Harry would have to get, like, paralyzed. When are they going to finish filming? I don't know. I've been kind of wondering that. I feel like they've been filming for a really long time. Yeah. What? Um, Nicole Ari Parker was interviewed, I think, at a Valentino fashion show and said that she believes the season drops late June. Jesus. And that's coming up. end of May. Uh, we, we'll of probably May, get a trailer six to eight weeks before, so probably... We're getting something a little soon. I hope so. I really I need do. a little jilt. I need a little something. You deserve it right now. I just feel like it's been forever. It has. Feels like it years. Has. Well, it's been a year plus. When did it go off the air? February of last year, 2022. Wow. Started we in early so December. Then. Yeah. What a weird time to play that show. Like Very right weird. before the holidays and over First the week new of year. December through like, Valentine's. Yeah. Strange time. I'm excited. I'm excited for the summer though. Although it'll be a winter season. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be nice. I know. What the fuck is going to happen on that show? I can't I, even imagine it. I don't know, but I saw pictures of Aiden walking down the street with a suitcase the other day hopefully he's just getting the fuck out of town hopefully he just drops in and drops out uh, maybe they just spend a day together maybe that's what and they in do. that like, day they also go to coney island with steve and brady yeah because he maybe he wants like a new york experience because he hasn't been living in new york in a long time and she's like let's go to coney island why do you believe he hasn't been living in new york are just you just bringing that to the story yeah i'm bringing that to the story oh, okay. like he doesn't live in new york anymore maybe he lives in maine you know, with his he kids. Lives in a, he lives in a Philadelphia suburb. Or Philadelphia suburb. He lives right next to the King of Prussia Mall. That <laughs> low energy space. He lives in Paramus. No, that's honestly too good for him. <laughs> yeah. He's probably sold that cabin. Luke Gilmore is missing. Oh. God, I can't wait. I'm, I just, I don't know whatever all those women could be up to, those gals. Well, we haven't really seen Charlotte, except for, I feel like, that one really crazy outfit in the very, very beginning of shooting. Yeah, I think Charlotte's doing all her work in that apartment. Like, I haven't seen her out in the street strutting about. Mm-mm. No, no, no. We saw them with a hot man in a sandwich 
a costume. Yes, because they were the probably reliving the hot dog costume. But it wasn't a hot dog. It was a sandwich. Right. I know. Or was it a sandwich the first time and a hot dog this time? She was... He was. She was a lawyer. He was. And a he sandwich. was a sandwich. It, yeah. Okay, so he was a hot dog. This so the, yeah, like so it wasn't. <sighs> anyway. Uh, yeah, and just or when she was being run down by Mr. Mariska Hargitay. Oh God! <laughs> just like arms akimbo or. <laughs> yeah, Sarah I... Jessica Parker is the best. Oh God! This episode that we're discussing today, she's never been more nuts. I. Uh, I just she's so crazy. I love Carrie Bradshaw so much. You know, I did that thing on International Women's Day where people asked me their favorite role. Mm-hmm. Or no, they gave me an actress and I and you, picked yes. my favorite of their roles. And a lot of people put in SJP and I just wondered, isn't that just obvious for all of us? Oh. I know, like what were you going to say? How does she do it? I don't well, I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she does it. With a right. pacifier in one hand and a briefcase in another. And what was it, Jason Bateman in the background? Just like, like, I don't know how she does it. <laughs> Here's um, the thing I wanted to say. You don't have to do it all. No. no. Although Sarah Jessica Parker does a lot. She does. I hope she's at the Met Gala this year. Many have reported. They've like, yeah, I just walked into her shoe store and she not only was there, she helped me try on shoes and then she checked me out. Should we make her dad pay for a trip, expense a trip for us to go to the shoe store? I guess I'll be there this weekend. I guess I could Mm, swing by. (laughs) Just pop your head and tell her about this little podcast. Like, hey, girl. (laughs) You'd be like, sir, this is, what do you want? It was like, I don't know. (laughs) Nothing. And then I buy like four pairs of shoes. And yeah, go on the death. <laughs> be insane. Um, um, but no, to the point. Like, and th- I say this to someone who's like a Family Stone stan. Oh yes, Meredith. First Wives Club, one of my favorite movies of all time. She has an iconic line reading. Maybe they make this mm-hmm. outfit in your size. Hocus Pocus. You know, I am not a Hocus Pocus boy. Okay. <laughs> they, they did not cast a spell on me. I've never heard you like refer yourself as a boy like i'm you, not a hocus pocus boy <laughs> it's like not even a i don't know it's just i didn't really love the movie as a child mm, okay and then when i returned to it when it was everyone's like oh hocus this hocus that pocus let's watch mm-hmm. and i was like first of all we're with these damn kids way too much in this first movie uh, okay yeah i have a very traumatizing story about the first the first time i saw the movie would you like to share it or is it too personal? Yeah. No, I mean, I was at a neighbor's house. It was like, I was really little. I was probably like four or five. They were watching the movie. I came home screaming and crying, was terrified of these witches, could never watch the movie, didn't watch it for 25 years, watched it for the first time like two years ago and loved it. And it was just like, oh, this isn't terrifying at all. No, but I get, but I also got why I was so scared because the premise of the movie is that they like kill little kids to stay young. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking scary. Like, no wonder I ran home crying. I mean, I was a mess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just never been for me. No, look, did I watch the second one the moment it dropped on Apple Plus or wherever the fuck it came out? Yeah. <laughs> I think I of took course. the day off. I think I took the day off of work and was like, this is well, appointment television. I think that day was Halloween. Well, I don't have Halloween off. That's not a you're talking oh, about you Halloween like it's a federal <laughs> holiday. I honestly feel like it should be. I'm so confused. It why isn't. It's not. 
<laughs> I know. Remember when you were like, is Halloween the third Thursday of the month? I still I'm honestly like, hard pressed do not know when Halloween is. Is it the 30th of October? It's the 31st. Okay. Well, at least I hit the right month. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, is it in June? No. <laughs> No, I, um, I've also, I mean, this is a hard shift, but, um, I have to tell you what I've been rewatching. Oh God. Go on. Jersey, Jersey Shore. Why? Yeah. And I say that judgmentally and I watched a lot of Jersey Shore over the pandemic, but we're I... back outside, baby. Yeah, we're back outside and I'm still inside. I can't get myself out there. I love my rewatch. What are you finding there for yourself with the Guidos and the Guidettes? I <laughs> just like, I'm so obsessed with how fucking oh, funny they are and how they are like, not funny. No, they're so fucking funny. Cabs are here. Cap, no, when they're not trying to be funny is when they're the funniest. Like when Mike was talking about when Jaywa was going to come oh punch Angelina in the face, he was like, I've seen her in the gym. You know, she's going to knock you spark out. I do have a love of JWoww, Jimmy. I love JWoww and Snooki. Like, they're soulmates. Snooki to me makes, you know. I and never, I love that it took Snooki and assaulted by a man for them to love her. I know where she was. I know where I was the moment she was on that beach drunk. <laughs> like, nothing is funnier to me. I'm sorry. It's. And it's that weird t-shirt shop manager who they had to work for. Yes. He was a... Who was also their landlord. He was a terrifying figure. Oh, he was skeleton. He was a skeleton. Skeletor. Skeletor. I'm... And then Polly fucked that guy's girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, you know, like... I'm very attracted to Vinny Guadagnino or whatever the fuck his name is. You are? Um, I don't know. There's something about him. It's like... He has Schwartz energy. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of like a lovable <laughs> dummy. Yeah, like a cutie. Like, he's a cutie. And I just think he's... I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. I think I follow him on Instagram. I'm sure you do. Which is shocking, because, like, I don't follow anyone on Instagram. I'm just shocked when they follow But it's me. like Sarah Jessica Parker, all the Sex and the City gals, and then mm -hmm. him. Like... Yeah. I'm, or at mm -hmm. least maybe I went to his page a few months ago and just like perused it. I, I didn't we I, see his dick once? We are aware that it's huge, but it. It's, and you know what? I didn't need to see a photo to know that. Like I yeah. just knew. Um, and I not gonna. I love that I started at a judgmental space, and I'm yeah. Now you're like... really embarrassing. <laughs> I did drop in and watch him on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, of course. I had to just see him like wiggle his little butt around. Yeah, he was and I liked his, his. I liked his relationship with um Shangela. There's a lot going on with Vinny. Yeah, Gavin, he's, you know, know. he's a good guy. He really is. He's a wonderful guy, and I'd be fine if he was running this country. So if he wants to throw his hat into the race with Marianne Williamson and the gang. Why not? He could be the vice. He could be the VP of Tamara. Speaker Tamaria. of the House, if you ask me. Treasurer. Secretary of Interior Design. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we get into the episode, I do want to talk to you about the Oscars. It was last well, week. That will have been two weeks ago by the time this comes out. Yes, but I, I feel like the people want your thoughts. Well, I mean, I think the people got know. them from Instagram. I mean, I okay. loved it. I thought it was a great show. Mm -hmm. um, I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a 
bang up job as best as he could. It's a tough audience. It, it's a tough, and it's a really, I think people, it's a tough world. It's a really tough thing to do to host that award show. Yes. Cause you to be have the to right find... amount of funny to cater to the people in the room while also keeping your eye on the odd, the idea that there are millions of people watching mm-hmm. to respond to things that are happening in real time. Clearly mm-hmm. there wasn't a big kerfuffle. Did he host last year? There wasn't a host. I feel like it was. No, it was the three gals. Oh, it was just the three. Oh, yeah. It was was Regina Hall. Regina Hall and uh, Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the host the year of the Moonlight mishap. So he had to like responding to that in real time. Although his response was kind of like, I wish everyone could have an Oscar. I thought he did a good job. I was actually really pleasantly surprised. Actually, but instead of talking about this Oscars, can we talk about a moment I'd like to discuss from a past Oscars that I culturally I'm just not sure we're over yet? What? Guys, what the fuck was that Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga performance? When she was leaning on him? Like, I still think about it. I watch yeah. it once a week and I have to say, I hated that movie. Do you love the performance? I love that performance. Okay. It is batshit insane. <laughs> they both look crazy. As Hunter Harris always said, he's slathered on his beauty bronze bronzer. <laughs> he's as his orange. He's, he's as orange as Dolores Catania. Yeah. And they're so intimate. It's mm-hmm. so beautifully shot from behind them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if the if this if the movie A Star Is Born had been as good as that performance, I would have loved it. How did you feel about her performance this week on the, at the Oscars? I think that that is one of the worst songs ever written. However, Lady Gaga is a great performer. Okay, I actually don't mind the song. I hated her performance. I loved it stripped down with her chapped lips, bloody lips. I love no it. makeup. What did she say when she started? Jeans. Welcome to like me and With my friend bl- Blood Pop wrote this song. Yeah, and it she seemed so fucking sad. I was like, is Lady well, Gaga okay? She's heavy in Joker land right now. Clearly, which terrifies me for her. I know, because she takes on her projects in like a way a lot of people don't, and to like middling results. It's like all that work for this. I know. Although I thought she was fabulous at House of Gucci. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Oscars, you know, I, I'm so happy for Michelle Yeoh, Kiwi Kwan, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. Meh. I do hope in kind of from the overall kind of ethos of awards season, I'll say two things. I really hope that at one point in my life, I'm able to get Viola Davis, you're my woman king, out of my head. Like, it's still in there. Yeah, and it won't leave. Like, I, I'm clearly... Until we, we have to... a new quote from... Uh, and just like that. Yeah, uh, clearly we don't need to be taught making jokes about it on the internet, but I need everyone to know that at least 15 times a day I do sing portions of it in my head. And also, I somehow no longer say Angela Bassett. I say Angela, Angela Merkel, who is the former chancellor of Germany. Okay. Um, That's she did Angela Merkel. She did the thing. And the other thing I wanted to say, and this was pointed out by, I don't know if you listened to this on Sirius, the Smith Sisters Live. Love them. Do you know that song that we had no idea what the fuck it was? 
with the white feathers and she was like going like this yeah and it was no no every, no that's from everywhere everything all everywhere once. all at once that song oh. i know this is the one that was like that one it was it was like from a movie called tell it like it is and it was called applause what and you and i were texting like who is this woman what is this song what is this movie but they pointed out that the lyrics to the song are so crazy because it's all about like women you gotta like do it for yourself but it's basically just saying like give yourself a round of applause it's like well no can't someone applaud me like why am i doing more work now that's the fucking problem it's like, like yeah, people I aren't applauding us i don't want to give myself a round of applause like, like i'm, I'm myself's fired. biggest fan like what the fuck yeah no so everyone go back and i guess just you know do what i do at 3 a.m when i can't sleep which is watch oscar like performances remember that strange year where beyonce did them all they were like, Beyonce, you're going to perform a song for Fam of the Opera? This, that one, this one, and that one. I don't remember that, but I believe you. It was pre-Dream Girls. And they just threw her up there and she sang them all. That's when Beyonce would kind of do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce as actress was not my favorite um, era. Era. No, I, I agree. I stood by her. I saw every movie. I believe mm-hmm. I personally campaigned for her to be nominated for Best Actress. Like a like a clown yeah which one when she was wasn't she foxy brown she was not foxy brown she was foxy cleopatra and Austin oh Bauer's foxy, cleopatra. foxy brown is a real person <laughs> foxy cleopatra how dare you i know i'm so sorry not remember foxy cleopatra i mean it gave us the great well check on it is from well Pink people Panther. people like to talk about how beyonce doesn't do anything and i'm like you guys she did everything you just missed it yeah, if you joined us post lemonade, of course it seems, of course it like seems like she's, she's a reckless. Selective, but like before, Beyonce would do literally. If you just called, her, like I think she would have she appeared on this like podcast. DMA in the her. morning on the street, like she like, was on Ellen. She's done so many interviews. She was mm-hmm. terrorized by Tyra Banks. Oh my god, as we Where all know, we all? I yeah. the finest talk show of all time. Never forget when she um. Wanted to conquer her fear of dolphins by swimming with them. <laughs> which is one of the weird... Like, first of all, who the fuck is afraid of dolphins? And also, that's not a fear you need to manage. No, because it's not like it's an in, in everyday occurrence. Like, you're also, not... Also, you have a hard out at four. We should really talk about I know, Sex the City. I know. Okay, sorry. Let's get into the episode. So sorry, you guys. Yeah, sorry um, about check that. In, we're check really in gonna... your bingo box for yeah, us talking. Really going to hear about this one. <laughs> producer cam we might want to make sure we put a time stamp in uh in this in the one notes. because that was an unhinged update yeah so sorry the Oscars guys. to a star is born to uh foxy cleopatra oh god and if oh, we god. had if i hadn't stopped us i think we would have continued oh i could have kept going easily so guys we're gonna cover season five episode one anchors away let's mm-hmm. start with a little episode synopsis Carrie considers a new love interest. Miranda Miranda adjusts to motherhood. (laughs) Samantha is in a place of rage. And Mm -hmm. Charlotte tries on a New York. Mm. What did you think of this one? This episode was so fucking nuts. Carrie was a a menace on the streets of New York City. Her in the movie theater alone was a scene. I don't know how to feel about this episode as a premiere chris it's horrible for a premiere i I just don't know what they're trying to say i honestly thought it would have been like you know how when you used to buy like dvds 
and there would be like special features on them. Mm-hmm. This should have been like on the season four like DVD of like just shit. Like we lost footage. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good. It's, proud, sure. it's one of my least favorite episodes of the whole show. Although, oh, so that's quite opposite of what I was going to say, Jesus. which is that like, even though while watching it, I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was having such a good time and I did write down and my Barbara Streisand notebook, which is downstairs, sadly. Mm-hmm. So I'm running, running free. Mm-hmm. I did write down this episode has very big and just like that energy. It definitely <laughs> does. Like when people like to forget that can't little little Carrie is, you know, not crazy or unhinged. I'm like, please. Or that, like, Charlotte's show. always been odd. Miranda's up to stuff. <laughs> Miranda's nipple. We saw so many nipples. I loved each and every shot of them. Love the nips. Those big nipples. Voluptuous bosoms. I could have been resting in all of them. I thought it was beautiful. Oh. Now, in terms of an overall theme, I don't know what's happening here, but... I guess you would say that this is an episode really about whether or not all of the women can stay the same, which mm-hmm. as, as a premise and an idea for the beginning of a season, particularly a shorter season feels really great, mm-hmm. but it's all an execution. So let's hear the monologue and then break it down. Later that night, I got to thinking about days gone by that carefree time when our schedules were as wide open as our hearts. The time before the baggage and breakups and babies began to weigh us all down. I couldn't help but wonder, does that sense of adventure still flicker inside of us? Or when it comes to being carefree single girls, have we missed the boat? Hmm. (laughs) Not sure how I feel about the equation of a newborn child to like breakups and baggage mm-hmm. yeah what does that mean or when it comes to being carefree single girls have we missed the boat well no you didn't miss the you boat didn't miss it that's before, been your whole fucking life but you were carefree single girls and now life is taking on this new resonance right that's what i mean by this like um and just like that feeling, it felt like they f- were like, we're in season five, baby. Let's take the tone down. Yeah, let's turn it now. all the way down. <laughs> um, I don't really understand this monologue in the sense of like, she's like, did we miss the boat on our single life? That's been the whole show for four seasons. I, I don't know that the idea of missing the boat is the best way to wrap that up. But I think overall what she's trying to say is, is that time, we are in a different phase of life now. Mm-hmm. And that is clearest in Miranda's life. But there are also some pretty subtle um, points here about growing up where she will say things like, me running around Times Square looking for a sailor to kiss. No, no, no. That ship has sailed. Like that this idea, Charlotte is now a divorcee and trying to lean in, trying to figure out who she is. They have more baggage. Yeah, like that they are really like in it now. Mm-hmm. Like as it's almost as if they're they're this would have been a great idea for an episode that surrounded like some a birthday or someone getting older. And mm-hmm. I will say that just talking through that, I do appreciate though that the this idea isn't left throughout this, just left at this episode. You see it run throughout the season. We'll see the Carrie-Samantha fight where they really argue about, like, what women of our age should be wearing or doing. 
Charlotte has, you know, some trouble around her birthday in La- in uh, Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Miranda is going to really struggle to find her place in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in some ways I really appreciate season five as a transition season and really taking serious the life choices we've seen them do over four years. Feels like this cute little short story before you get to the meat of season six mm-hmm. and the um you know the kind of denouement of the show but i and i wonder if they knew like all right we're doing two more yeah i don't think we as an audience knew because that was a really big deal when they announced season six was going to be the last yeah but i wonder if in their head they were like let's start trying to wrap this up and some of that is needs to look like evolving these women mm-hmm and we can talk about the nuances of whether or not we agree, but I do really love the opening of this episode. Um, I, I love the Paris theater. Um, it's one of my favorites in the world. Have you ever been? Mm-mm. It's a really beautiful movie theater. I think Netflix actually owns it now, which is odd. Interesting. Um, I didn't care for how she was eating those. Was it goobers? It looked like goobers popping them in her mouth. But the way she wasn't putting them in her hand. I've never seen someone truly empty a box. Boxed mouth. Directly. Is that something people are doing? (laughs) No. It's literally. And if you are doing that, I need you all to stop. Do you mix chocolate into your popcorn? Yes. Oh, that is so sick to me. But not all the time. Normally I'm just a straight popcorn girl. Yeah. I I I do do a weird thing with my bunch of crunch. I once asked someone to order me a bunch of crunch and they looked at me like I was disgusting. I said I was kidding. I just like to say bunch of crunch. Oh no. I I went to the movies with my friend Gracie over the summer and she was really shocked at what I did with my bunch And that's just coming from someone Gracie who's often up to shocking behavior. (laughs) Can't follow her from point A to B. She never goes from point A to B. It's always like point A to like negative S. seven. It's like way that <laughs> suddenly we're in numbers. We're in numbers now. <laughs> Number munchers. What's She's happening? Fucking crazy. I love her. Um, but yeah, no. Carrie was like doing so much. Like I don't know how to describe how her. Well, behavior. we'll get to that. I want to hear Charlotte's new theory because I'm obsessed with her. Okay. <laughs> if you keep participating in this, you might as well just call him. I'm not participating. This has got to stop. Yes, it's tragic that you were in love and it didn't work out. But you have got to emotionally cut him out of your life and move on. And the sooner the better. Everyone knows you only get two great loves in your life. Everyone who? Where'd you get that? I read it in a magazine. What magazine? Convenient theories for you monthly? What does that mean? It means last year when you were married, you believed a woman only got one great love. Yeah, and that phrase, great love, what does that even mean? It means a love that changes you, that shakes you to your core after which you're never the same seriously there is not an unlimited amount of love in the world it's rare why do you take the edge off a club sandwich so far i've only had one trey how many great loves have you had zero really what about steve steve's a friend not a core shaker well i'm done with great love i'm back to great lovers you i refuse to define love in those limited terms (laughs) i had to oh come on carrie aiden and big one, two. And according to you, I'm done. No, no, it was a stupid article. It was at the dentist. No, 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 no. It's too late for that now. You said it. It's over for me. Here lies Carrie. She had two loves and lots of shoes. <laughs> fuck love. I gave you sushi. I need fuck. 
Mm. I love this scene so much. It's so Charlotte. And I feel like I am Charlotte in the way that I absolutely would bring something up and then stumble into assaulting the person. Like, yeah. you've had two loves. Aiden, it's the uh-oh. Yeah, like you'd be like, oh, shit, sorry. Really landed in an uncomfortable space there, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I love that Miranda was like, what is this? Convenient uh, theories so for you monthly. You know how last week I came down on Cynthia Nixon for her? What's up with that? I pretend they died. <laughs> this one i'm a big fan of it's a great line <laughs> would you read that convenient theories for you i know which is so fucking true <laughs> like, which but uh, but isn't that life right confirmation bias we're all looking for exactly what yeah. helps us so it's like yeah you know i've gone to some psychics some mystic healers mm-hmm. i take what i want to hear from those and people. i and I, people are always like was that helpful and i'm like i heard everything i needed to mm-hmm. or my therapist will be like i think you misheard me last week and you're like and i don't like, think no, i did I, think I heard what i needed to hear and i moved forward brave soldier yeah <laughs> i'm I just, and I really appreciate the idea that first Miranda's just like, LOL's no, Steve is not a great love. Yeah, straight up. She was like, he's not a, what did she say? He's not a. Um, he's not a core shaker. He's not a core shaker. What did you, do you believe in the idea of great loves? And do you think you can have two, one, seven? I don't think you or can is have. There an unlimited amount of love in this world. There's an, I think there's an unlimited amount of love. But love to me is there's like a spectrum because like when you're like in something, you think bad relationship advice. Yeah, here we go. Buckle up. Check. (laughs) Um, It is like when you're in something like you really think like, wow, this is like the love of my life. I love love him, her, whoever. And then you guys break up. And then you have time from that person. You're like, hmm. So you kind of feel like Carrie, where she says later in the episode, they might be my great loves now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, not I even think, interested think in a great changes. love. What are you interested in? I don't know. Compatibility. Mm, but that's like, important. I, but I feel like I had a great love in my life and it did not go well. And since then, I've been like, I don't think I can go. I don't think I can do that again. Like, I can't let. I'm like. No, 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 no. It's kind of like, what was that album from the, the young girl? She's like 16. Olivia Rodrigo? Yes. Okay. And I listened to that album and was like, wow, to love someone like this, I don't think I'm capable of anymore. Like that no, love you feel for not. someone when you're 16. You, you're you'll never feel that again. Is so powerful. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember he was like, I barely knew the, a boy I had loved. In, and I was like, Same. I, I flashed back to him and was like, the shit I was up to. The like <laughs> Helga in the back of her closet in Hey Arnold. Framed a football head. <laughs> no, I feel that way too about people I had crushes. To me, I feel like my crushes in like middle school and high school were, were more so powerful than any <laughs> any love I've ever men had. For like four years. And honestly, I'm like, he didn't have like, nothing. See you later. Yeah, no, I, I dated someone for half years as well. And I left that relationship like what the fuck was that but my crush from seventh grade 
who if I saw in the street right now would probably be like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah, they would be like that fucking girl, that freak that would, you know, circle my picture in the yearbook with a heart. Or who would just stare at me heavy breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Mouth breathing. Mouth agape. With braces just being sicko. Yeah, like it. Like scoliosis showing. (laughs) Like ganglious arms. I look like I look like one of those things outside of a uh, car dealership. It's like, I like, but if I were to see my ex boyfriend on the street, I'd be like, okay. I wouldn't. Wouldn't I do? Wouldn't even fucking blink. Was in a coffee shop recently. Glanced over at a man who waved at me, and I thought, who is that? Then, t- then a few hours later, he texted me, and it was a man I, you know, dated, well, slept with for several months. <laughs> He was like, it was so nice to see you. Did you not recognize me? And I was like, who? And I literally replied, who is this? You didn't even have his number saved? No. Well, no, I did. But you've seen that section in my phone. Oh, it's yes. Just yes. like a only, graveyard of man. I can only imagine what was in your phone. Yeah. No, I... I Bert slept with twice. Is some people in my phone. It's just a mess. Oh my god. You can be cognizant at a time. Let's get into Charlotte. Yeah, please. What do you have to do it for? I have to go to an appointment. Oh, are you well? Would you like to share therapy? Oh, Chris, I have to go to fucking dentist again. Do you go to the dental office you used to work at? No, I go to okay. the one that I grew up going to. Okay, that's probably for the best. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sure you didn't exit that relationship well. Yes, did I did. You? Oh, good. I'm proud. I, of you. I'm pretty much just like a. I'm done with that chapter, and I don't want to see those people again. Good. Yeah, but a lot of. Trump I still supporters. talk to some of them, but. You know. So let's get into Charlotte. Okay. She is trying to rebrand herself. She's putting up a new thing on her door. I did think it was kind of funny the idea that a doorman would only call you by the name that is on your door. Like when he's like, "Good night," that changing the name on her door. Well, paying him to be like, all right, now she's Mrs. York or Miss mm-hmm. York. Miss York, yes. And but she's also not really ready to date, which I think is interesting because we saw her go on a date in the finale of mm-hmm. season four. It, of course, didn't go well, though he was gorgeous. Um, and she's spending time with our boy. He's back, and I've missed him so much. Let's hear Anthony's. He's coming in like a wrecking ball. So she called her afternoon movie friend, Anthony. Carrie says that the French film at the Paris is amazing. Fuck the French. Like, I need to spend an afternoon looking at that drippy shit. It's good hat, though. Thanks. What do you want to see? Anything with Josh Hartnett. I don't know who that is. He's cute with a capital U. He totally checked you out. You should go back and get his number. He's a sailor. I know. Go, hurry. He's getting away. Oh, I can't do that. You are so not gay. What am I going to do with him? Fuck him. Put him into that Park Avenue pink shirt flaccid peeping mojo you've been dragging around. I'm not dragging anything around. As a matter of fact, I changed my name back to York on my mailbox. Good for you. Now, maybe you should be thinking about a different box. When's the last time you had sex? If you have to think about it, it's been too long. Well, when was the last time 10:30 you... 10.30 today at the gym. Looking for just sex. I can have just sex. I'm looking for my next great love. Yeah, well, don't let it hit that six-month mark, because after that, it's just a sleigh ride into menopause. I'm serious. If you don't put something in there soon, it'll blow over. 
What is it with this freaking wind? It is truly just like looking at two myself split in two. <laughs> no, I think that every time they're in a scene together, is I'm just like, that's Chris. Prim and proper, trying to just like keep up to the appearances and the rules, and then just being like, I fucked the guy at 10 30 this morning. It's can't like, help oh but tell the truth. God. And so means well but just so abrasive at times i like yeah i really love when he's just like i don't need to see that drippy sh- shit cute hat though yeah love him no i have in the barbara streisand notebook a note here that uh, i don't think straight women are even into josh hartnett i think he's only for gay men and lesbians i was never into him i only know gay men and oddly appeals to lesbians. I know a lot of lesbians who are like, oh, I had to think of Josh Hartnett. Really? Yeah, I think he just scratches a queer bone. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not scratching my bones. 40 Days and 40 Nights did something to me. What was that movie? Oh, I was going to say, what was that movie he was in that was supposed to be like the next Titanic? Pearl Harper. Pearl Harper. <laughs> Tough to forget that. Kind of like at the Oscars when I um realized I watched the entirety of the movie Navalny, but I thought it was about Zelensky. Uh, you watching the In Memoriam? Hmm. The text I, I didn't got. know he passed? <laughs> You're like, James can? James Khan passed? Yeah, can't, Khan, sorry, Khan. And then when you were like, Paul, you were like, I dare they not put Paul Servino in there. I was like, he died too? <laughs> I was like, yes. They also are getting a lot of backlash because a main actress from the the movie uh, Triangle of Sadness wasn't in the in memoriam and she died in August. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people on the committee who put that together might be like me. Well, they, they just simply do don't better. have the, they simply just don't have the information. It's at your fingertips. You can There's get a, it. I don't think they're looking it up though. I think. Well, just, that's like, a problem. Yeah. Um, I really love the scene on the way to fleet week where Charlotte is talking about she's kind of rebuking things and each time she does one of them does like a little trip Mm -hmm. i just thought that was really cute and it's something it's a scene for some reason i always remember yes although you do feel the absence of miranda there it just feels weird to see three of them i although i guess we've only got three now i know oh no we've really got like nine i feel like yeah but the four core girls are like what you really yeah are looking for Although no, because if you ask me what I'm most excited about, I feel like that season two, it's all the like I'm like can't wait to check on on Doctor Niall Wallace. Oh, what's LT well, Dubs? Of course, I'm saying with in Sex and the City. Like, oh, okay. You're just kind of yeah. like that's what you want. Well, no, this episode I was like, where's Stanford? What okay, did you... can we talk about that for a second? In my mind, Stanford is a much we... larger character on this show. In my Thank mind, you. Eye. Yeah. I thought he was in every episode. Like, I, I think we looked would... this up once, and he's in like eleven episodes over six seasons. That's insane. Anyway, yeah. I don't know if Willie Garson was a regular on another show. I don't think. It's in an episode of Friends. You know, he died. I do know he died, and okay. honestly, he should. Does the Emmys do an in memoriam? Did the what? Did the Emmys do it in memoriam? Because if he wasn't in it, I'm going to riot. I know it's like two years ago, but... No, I think he was in it. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker would never. She, I'm sure she made that happen. Yeah. What did you think of the officer who was not a gentleman? Oh, um, he was a little sleazy, a little slimy, and I would have showed him my tits too. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have shown him more than one breast. A hundred percent. That chin, that jaw... Are you kidding? Could cut glass. That Johnny Bravo jaw. That, 
he was so sick and like nasty and i loved show him. me your tits he was like all right show me one <laughs> oh and then she did she popped it out in a kind popped of a titty. and carrie walks up screaming as she always is throughout this episode i mean i've watched i've I walked in on a friend blowing someone before and it was really startling. Well, we'll get to that later this season, won't we? <laughs> it was so crazy. You can let's let's wait to share that story. Please. Okay. Well, just remind we'll, me. We'll just have a greater experience. Appreciation for story. it. Absolutely. And maybe I will try to walk in. I've got about four weeks. I'll mm-hmm. try to see if I can get yourself into a way. weird situation with a friend. I don't think I've ever seen I've certainly never seen any of my friends have sex or walked in on anything like that. Oh. I've heard I've heard it, of course, because I've lived in group houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, Either wait, that's not true. Own. I have walked in on a friend getting head. But he invited me into the room. He was really drunk. Hmm. Well, that's a little bit of a difference. And then her, this, what, this poor girl's head, she just popped up. Because <laughs> he was Walk like, out? how was your night? No, like she was under the covers. Yeah. And he was just talking to me normally because I think he was drunk too. Oh, so you didn't know she was under there. And I think so. She's still bobbing down. And then she popped. I think she was like, I don't think this guy's ever going to (laughs) leave. Because you're probably talking chatty Kathy. You know me. Yeah. You probably leaned against the door frame. We're like, oh, absolutely. I had my one arm up on the door frame, just like, (laughs) oh, yeah, you know, we heard a lot of good songs tonight. Oh, my God. The DJ ended the night with. Finally, and then I just see a head pop up, like, I and I got the hell out of there. Would have died. So that was a strange house I lived in. I got a lot of stories about that house. Wow, wow, wow! And you went against the doorframe. That's a thirst trap now on TikTok. I think we talked about that on this show in a Stephen Sondheim lyric. But again, we have to keep moving. Yeah, let's go. We got to get you out of here by four. Which, by the way, is in forty-five minutes. <laughs> You but look look how little look how long we've gone on literally nothing. Forty five minutes. You and I could talk about the weather for forty five minutes. Oh, we love the weather. We could talk about it. For we way talk about the sun, and we don't know anything about science. We'd be like, it was sunny today. The sun's yellow. Next thing you know, we're like, remember that yellow dress Michelle Williams wore to the Oscars? That was crazy. That was not. We're doing it right now. Yeah, we need like, to stop. That, and that's truly how, if, if anyone's listening, that is how my brain works. That's welcome <laughs> to our life. Welcome to the days of our lives. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Samantha. Mm-hmm. So we're on the um, kind of rebound from Gate. <sighs> Sushi Gate. Mm-hmm. And she is obsessing over Richard's apology. Now, are you the kind of girl who would be like Samantha here? listening to the voicemails caucusing about it obsessing no if something that traumatic happened to me i would never yeah it would be like game over like i would never talk about that Uh, i would be so sad you would be down bad i would have such a hard time with that I did appreciate Charlotte's advice we heard a little bit earlier, where she says, you might as well call him if you are going to participate in this, mm-hmm. which would be, is my advice to people. Like, you're still talking about him. You're still thinking about him. Just give yourself what you want. Like, I don't, I'm not a proponent of denying yourself things when people are like, oh, I shouldn't call my ex-boyfriend or I shouldn't do, I'm like, why? If you want to, why are you denying yourself it? Wow. 
who says the who makes up all these rules? Who says? Who says? Who lives? I don't. Who dies? Who tells you? I don't know why I'm quoting Hamilton. Yeah. Are you uh, okay. What's going on in the Am air in this attic that you're in? <laughs> um. But what she's not feeling is the baby, baby Brady. No, she clocked baby she, Brady as that disgusting mess from day one. She knew from the very beginning, from the jump, that this baby Brady was a fucking nightmare. We still have not unpacked enough on this podcast or culturally that Sex in the City 3 was supposed to be about her sexting him. Honestly, I feel like that would have happened in Just Like That. No what wonder they, like, Kim Cattrall was like, I'm not coming back for this shit. She's like, you guys want me to fuck my friend's son? <laughs> like, I oh mean, I've done, I've done a lot for you people, but I got to draw the line. Yeah. Um. Well, let's talk about Lynn here, the moment... I feel we've all been waiting for, and the way all of us get into our Kim Control voice when we need to mm. is this line. So let's hear that. Hello, gorgeous. In a wildly optimistic gesture, I ordered you a dirty martini. Dirty martini? Dirty bastard. I have always wanted to do that, but I don't think I could pull it off. How did it feel? Fabulous. But I woke up this morning even angrier. I need to hurt him more. I can't even be around that man. He's dangerous and toxic. So he's Manthrax? Arrogant prick. I wonder what he was going to say. What could he say? That he loves me, that we belong together, that he didn't mean to hurt me. Well, people make mistakes. I cheated on Aiden. He gave me a second chance. And look how well that turned out. That was different. True. It wasn't a sushi situation. And that's another thing. I'm not doing the baby talk at breakfast. I signed up for friendship, not some PC bullshit baby brunches. Oh, you're overreacting. Brady won't happen every day. He better not. Miranda's still Miranda. She had a baby, not a lobotomy. She knows you're not child-friendly. Don't kid yourself. The days of pussy and fuck are gone. Classic. Dirty martini, dirty bastard. I I have to say... I've never had a dirty martini and not said that. You shaking your your thang with that brace is really adding a whole other level. I'm fist pumping, you know? I've been doing a lot of fist pumping in the brace. I really can't do anything else with it. Um, I love the drink in his face. I think it's one of the best Sex in the City moments. Um, mm-hmm. I've also, you know, been blessed enough to have done that in real life. And it does feel damn good. Does it? it now, feels... do you want to tell the story of what made you do that or no? I mean, just basic anger issues. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing the other person did. Oh. Just uncontrolled, oh, unbrid- uh, just uncontrolled, unbridled anger. Done it to strangers. Men who've wronged me, but then in the end, with therapy and like perspective, I'm like, I think all they did was basically say like, "Hey, could we meet at seven instead of six? And I was like, "How fucking dare he? I'm gonna kill him!" And then in the face, and then yeah, dirty bastard. It feels it feels really good to do. I full 
If someone is angering you, just throw a drink in their face. And it's not violent. It's not not violent, it's not but it's great. not the worst you could do. Yeah, like, look, I've also done worse than that. We won't get into that, but throwing a drink is like the nicest thing you can do. For sure. When you have when you have right, right, you. right. No, of course. That we, through a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy, I've gotten under control. We love that for you. I used to be ripping and running through the through, through those streets. <laughs> Woo! People didn't know what hit him. It was like the fucking Tasmanian devil. <laughs> I had drinks with a friend recently, and he just looked at me and went, "You are so different than when we first met." I was like, "Yeah, when we first met, I stormed into your like bedroom because we were new roommates, grabbed a bottle of wine, chugged it, and then just left. I was a demon from hell. <laughs> you were on a different level. I was a back cast member of Vanderpump Rules in my twenties. You really it were. Was... You were going to be ripping cigs in that back alley. I was Dodie. Like when I see her, I was like, "That's not that far That's off not for me." Far off. Um, I just want to chat briefly about Samantha as an encouraging friend. Mm-hmm. I love the sweet moment where she pushes Carrie towards Lewis. Mm-hmm. I think that's really just lovely. Oh, and to go back to kind of the days of pussy and fuck are gone. Mm-hmm. I think that is just the show being really explicit about saying like, we have, this show has to change. Like we have to start taking things seriously, digging into emotion. <clears throat> and that there's a world where it also feels like a bit of an audience reaction. Like, oh, we're, we were going through season four Miranda's had a baby there's this idea that maybe the audience turned on season five and we're thinking what is this show gonna be now Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna talk about you know eating another woman's pussy we're gonna explicitly talk about the idea that pussy and fuck might be gone and by saying that also realizing like lols it isn't because I think it's also an interesting note I think there's more nudity from the three women in this episode than we've seen in a long time or ever yeah, I mean, one episode in which we see all three out of the four main cast members. Breast. And honestly, I want to say something to Sarah Jessica Parker. What? She needs to take her top off. <laughs> because if I was one of these other women, no wonder Kim Cattrall hates her. And honestly, she has beautiful boobs. And yeah, get them to the people. It reminds me of, you watched Big Little Lies season one, right? I did. So I just rewatched Big Little Lies during my convalescence when I had the really big cast on. <laughs> yes. Nicole Kidman was bleeding herself on that show. She was. In those therapy scenes, she was getting domestically abused. Mm-hmm. Fucking Alexander Skarsgård, basically, in, sex- in a scenes that certainly bordered on sexual assault. Reese Witherspoon is like, almost has her top off and then her daughter walks in. Mm-hmm. It's like... Some of these girls need to start doing I stuff. I know. And you no. know what? To that I say, that's why Nicole got that Emmy. Absolutely. That's why oh, Nicole no. is a star. This all does sound like I'm basically telling Maltese. Like, I fucking sound like the casting coach. Yeah. I'm like, take your goddamn clothes off. If you want an award, take your tickets off. Take your clothes out. off, baby. <laughs> Although I, I give the same advice to men. Show cock as Laura Dern once held up. Show at least a butt. I don't see more asses in season two. I've been just like that. I don't know whose ass I want to see. Everyone's. What? Well, yeah, you want more? Give us, give us anything. I don't want to see John Corbett's butt. He can keep that to himself. 
whose butt would you want to see like out of the women's butts oh all of them i want to see each and every one of them okay yeah I, okay. they're all beautiful women well, we're gonna get some notes on this episode <laughs> is that wrong to say no because i just want to feast I, upon, I want something to feast my eyes on i understand i do and I, by the way i want to see ltw's husband's butt oh, i want to yes. see i don't dr Nia wallace's husband's butt oh is he if he's trotting the boards again i'd love Ooh. to see him full frontal let's get it out there yeah I guess we did see his butt in season one yeah, because they have like the one sex scene you see in the show. Oh, and he's yeah, humping. And he's humping. like thrusting away. Yeah, I gotta get my eyes on him again. Mm-hmm. Strange character <laughs> in Mrs. Maisel, shy ball. He sound like the casting couch. <laughs> like everyone, get your clothes off. Take your clothes off. You want this role? Fame costs. <laughs> Okay. Something I want to say, but I'm not going to. I'm not yeah, going to make don't. that joke. Yeah, I'm saving for after. <laughs> yeah. um, I do like the final beat that, as I was saying earlier, don't deny yourself things. She listens to Richard's voicemail. Oh, that's what I was going to say. We have to talk about the appearance of someone who is a star and who will go on to, you know, star in one of my favorite shows of all time. We get a premiere. We get a appearance from the. Amazing Emmy Award, Emmy nominated actress Chandra Wilson, who would of course want to play Dr. Miranda Bailey on Grey's Anatomy as the cop. Oh, yes. And I do have this. This man told me he loved me and then ate. I found him eating another woman's pussy. Keep going, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she had star power from just this little clip. I think they saw it and were like, cast it, get her on Grey's, put her in mm-hmm. some scrubs. Yep. And I can't believe that show's still on, but she's one of my favorite actors of all time. I love, love her. her as Dr. Miranda Bailey. Speaking of Miranda, let's get into her. Yes. So Miranda brings Brady to brunch, and we find out that Miranda is three weeks postpartum. Crazy. I, uh, I'm I, there. I just asked a friend to lunch who just had a baby, and she was like, "He's it's only been six weeks. Like, well, we ain't going to lunch, baby. Like. No, I heard, like, can't you take, can't you not take your babies out? Or is that dogs? You can take a dog outside. What are you talking about? No, like, when you get a puppy, like, you're you not have supposed to, wait. to take it outside? Not till, like, they get all their vaccines. So you have to wait, like, a certain amount of time to take them to, like, parks and stuff. To, but you're not allowed to walk the dog puppy? I don't think so. I don't know that that's true. I feel like that's true. I don't know. I was told like you had to be really careful because he's not back. You know, they're not vaccinated. Oh, um, certainly three weeks seems really early to be out really about little. at brunch. Um, I appreciate though, like the idea that she is disrupting the flow of the baby. But I was so upset at Samantha when she threw her in that cab. It was so sad to see her little head bob out and turn around. What did you think of them getting rid of her? Throwing her out. Listen, it's not nice. But but I understood it. it. (laughs) I understood it. Like, these are single women. Freshly single. Like, they're all coming out of, like... You said it's like they were going to the club. They wanted to go to a store. Yeah, but they're, like... They're like, get out of here. Like, we like we don't need this energy. 
I don't know. I felt I, sad. I felt for really bad for Miranda. And then to come home to her <laughs> oasis, her sacred <gasps> space, With- and to see this muck, she hates him. Guys, go back and look. When she sees Talk him. Talk about a Tasmanian devil. She turns around and gives him a look of such exasperation, like you've got to be fucking kidding me. It was the best acting I've ever seen Cynthia <laughs> Nixon do. She it's a quick flash on her face mm-hmm. of like, oh hell no. Yeah, like who the fuck let him in here? Who gave you a sandwich? Yeah, like what are you doing? Mac also, was making me laugh though. Every time she was like, oh, I don't know. Like she's like, he's here. <laughs> hey, B boy. Yeah, he calls him B boy. Oh, he's sick. Him. I did think he looked kind of cute. You know what, Steve? He does catch my eye sometimes. He is really hot. I he's disgusting, and I hate him. But mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I wouldn't probably, you know, save oh. him in my phone under that certain section. Yeah, I I know. And I don't like that. And he's got myself. that tight little tushy. He's, ooh, now I'd like to see his butt in season. Yeah, two he's got a good like ass. That. He needs the drop trial if he wants to get his role too. <laughs> yeah, show me them calves, ass, dick. That's what we want. You want to see his dick? I wouldn't say no. Steve's? Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm. I, I just think that good. is the way we're going to topple the patriarchy. No longer dick. electing men and showing more dicks on screen. Mm. Okay. No more male politicians. More cock. More cock. Show cock. Mm, show cock. She gets him the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And we meet Lena, her new, I think she's the night nurse. Yeah. And we've got Magda. So Miranda has a bit of a team. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. Like, I'm glad we, we, she knew immediately that she was going to have a night nurse. But I wonder where Lena is sleeping. Because as we discussed earlier, the epithet. I don't think she's sleeping if she's a night nurse. Well, she still needs a place to rest. She'll be up with the baby. I I know. That's so sad. (laughs) Like, get a guest room. (laughs) <laughs> that's such a good point this like, poor woman i wouldn't stay there like do you have a guest that would be my first question if i was a night nurse do you have a guest room staying up all night long. no you have to sleep on the couch bye bitch yeah oh my god that's so true um but carrie drops by mm-hmm. and let's hear their conversation and then i want to mention something that i brought up last week okay were we uh, supposed to do something and I forgot to write it down? Nope. I had a full day free and thought I'd stop by for a little chatty. Fatty, come on, I gotta sit. So are you hungry? I brought some pan au chocolat. Oh, thanks. But the only eating I'm concerned with right now is Brady. He doesn't seem to want to eat. Perhaps he's anorexic. Sorry, what? That's a dumb joke. What was it? Anorexic. Oh, yeah, no. I, I've been trying to feed him for an hour and he won't latch on... Stop. Boring. What's up with you? Well, I've been thinking about that thing that Charlotte said in the coffee shop. Uh Uh-huh. About the great loves. Here we go. Uh, So, maybe Aiden and Big are my two great loves now. But... That doesn't mean that that I'm always going to feel that way about them. Come on, Brady. It's right here. Okay. You don't want it? Fine. Here we go. Here we go. Here. here there here. in the middle of my two great loves were Miranda's two great breasts. I'm sorry. What? Your breasts are huge. No. What were you saying about... I can't even remember. 
This is so frustrating. Oh, you'll eat eventually. No, not that. This. This is frustrating. I can't oh. follow your thoughts. It's all about nursing and nipples. Well, sweetie, they're looking right at me. I am not going to become one of those mothers who cannot carry on an adult conversation. I am not. Okay. Three weeks ago, I would have been listening to you and saying funny things back, and now I'm going, what? What? I didn't even get the anorexic joke. How easy was that? Miranda, I'm just talking. This is blah, blah. It's just words. No, they're not just words. They're your words. And it's not just now. What about Samantha? Could she have gotten me in that cab any faster? Carrie, my friendships are important to me. Hey, we're not going anywhere. I mean, maybe things will have to change a little. Fuck. I know. But you're still one of us. Only now, you're the one with the biggest boobs. Can you believe the size of my nipples? Please, I was not at all prepared. I'm gonna have to go find some sort of trauma counseling. Ah, there. We have contact. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'll let you concentrate on Mr. Hobbs there. You don't have to go. I can listen now, I can do it. Randa. You're a mother. But it's okay, I won't tell anyone. Don't. What are you gonna do all day? Well, first a trip to the Guggenheim, and then lunch, and then, uh... Who knows? It's New York. Hot date with your city, huh? Exactly. See that? You listened, and we had the witty repartee. Okay, that was long, I know, but I love this scene so much and I have so much to say. Okay, go for it. First and foremost, Nursing and Nipples needs to be a podcast. Nursing and Nipples. I don't know what it would be about latching the experience of motherhood. Motherhood. It gets very pithy, Nursing and Nipples. Heard that? Hear that? Get on it. Neither of us can host it or I'm happy to special guest. I'll get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Miranda turns into Chandler when she says, could it be, could that have been any easier? (laughs) And here's what I have to say about fucking Carrie. And I referenced this last week about what a bad friend she is. This woman is three weeks postpartum. Uh She's just dragged herself out to meet you at fucking brunch. She's been shot out of the canon of life into Mm -hmm. a new identity, motherhood. You do not pop by. No. No. And then... After she has told you that she is suffering, that she feels disconnected from her friends, Uh that she feels like she can't hear you and wants to connect, she solves the problem. Brady latches and Carrie's like, all right, I'm out of here. Bitch, sit the fuck down. I know. Talk to your friend. This is the rudest thing. I don't want to hear any more about About the bagels. bagels. Sending Aiden. This is the nastiest, rudest behavior from a woman who I once called, I believe, a rude pig on this podcast, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> How fucking dare she? She's in a manic state. She's acting like a fucking lunatic. Oh, well, she leaves after this, and we'll talk about that in a second. It I really mean, acts up. Really nuts. Um, she is... Bananas! To sit there and ha- watch your friend struggling. 
with like you said this new identity of motherhood and you're gonna bitch about your fucking relationships that miranda has had to hear about for the last and four that are over. years she's not in the throes of a no, fight with Aiden Miranda's or like, big Miranda's like They're... i can't feed my baby also your anorexic joke about the baby was stupid and miranda shouldn't have laughed anorexic and up. man the anorexic joke and then also manthrax are two of the worst jokes in the history of Sex and the City. I mean, like you said, like, to sit there and be like, see ya, after your friend, like, opened up After you said you were there to stop by for a little bit of chatty and some pan au chocolat. Get the fuck out. And did she take the chocolate with her? I believe she did. This woman. Guys, I'm done. (laughs) I've had enough. No, I'm getting was... hot and I'm in an attic. It's quite cold up here. <laughs> she was fucking crazy. And she was like, I've had a date with the city with myself. I'm gonna go to the Guggenheim. And I'm like, you're carrying you're very most... Samantha ass. I'm like, you're so annoying. <laughs> you're so annoying. I, I, I just never I've never also, I've never like, been angry. Are you hungry? As if she's bringing her like a nice like yeah, if bitch, your friend's having me... a baby. You bring you're bringing them, like, me biscotti. Good food. Like you bring them like comfort food, like lasagna or you something. You bring them a frozen lasagna Soup. so that they yes. can eat it for weeks. <laughs> you don't bring them fucking chocolate and then take I brought it. Friends six sandwiches, just like multiple big ass Italian. Bring them Tony Bolognese. It was it, it was from a better place than Tony Bolognese. <laughs> How dare you? Was the Subway at Tony Bolognese. This was oh. from an Italian, an old school Italian shop. Tony, they got cannoli cookies. Tony Bologna's is Italian old school. You'll Tony see. Bologna, there's not, I, well, I'm going to take you there, Chris. I you're don't want to be rude, but as someone who fucked an Italian for many years, I Tony Bologna ain't going to fly, baby. <laughs> Tony Bologna has 4.5 stars on Google. I'll tell you right now, that dog won't hunt. I think I'm going to order myself one for tonight. I'm going to do a hair mask. <laughs> And just sit down with a big ass Tony Bologna. <laughs> I really think I will. Anyway, now we have to talk about something really sick, which is Brady's umbilical cord stump falling Stop. off. Stop. No. This part of motherhood gives me the fucking chills. I when I found out that babies didn't have kneecaps, I believe I told you, and that they have soft spots on their head, and you can see their brain pulsing. And now this, their belly buttons fall off. I'm fucking disgusted. Yeah, that's I'm why upset. every that's why, as Phaedra Park said, everybody knows a baby needs a belly band, and it's just a 50, 50 cent piece wrapped in gauze, so his navel doesn't fall off. Miranda didn't know that, but then that's that cat so started. I didn't think this was as gross as I remembered it when the cat's playing with it, mostly because I don't. I mean, look the at what baby Brady's umbilical cord and you're not freaked out? It's his umbilical cord. It's his umbilical stump. That's so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you're so sick. And Steve comes over and I do, I often actually define Steve by this episode when she says, Steve may have not been a core shaker, but he was there when she was shaken to her core. Mm-hmm. And that is who Steve is. He's just a reliable dumb dude. That yeah, he's a consistently um there. That's yeah. what you could really say about Steve. If someone was asked me to describe Steve, I'd say he's there. Yeah, he's unfortunate. Well, let's talk about Carrie because we're running low on time. Yeah. So Carrie, she's out and about, she's trying to enjoy single life in New York City. 
Um, she's going to the Paris movie theater. Like she's never been single before. <laughs> she's like, she's I'm dating the city. The premise of this show no longer matters. I've never been single before. No, I know. This is like, is this season one? I know. And look, the city fights back. Because when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. And that's what happens to Carrie here. Museum's closed. It's windy. It's rainy. Now let's chat about when she is under that awning with the most, maybe the most gorgeous man who's ever been on this show. Oh, he looked like a French God. like movie star. I would have probably acted insane too. You, you would have. I'd be like, "Want to get married?" <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Let's give it a minute. She was a hopping and bobbing. She could not. She looked like stopped. cocaine bear. I. <laughs> oh my god! And when he just pulls a, a list, like I'd rather get wet than this. Oh yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna go to a different awning with like a different." with a different crazy woman because you're too yeah. fucking much <laughs> and i love the music that keeps kind of going in and out of the scene like oh he's kind of into it no he isn't it's back as she thinks he is i i love that scene it to me that's yeah. a top 10 sex in the city scene because it's just so perfectly awful yeah <laughs> but then we meet the ghost of christmas is yet to come now i don't have a name on this woman the elder the woman at the counter but she was Putting anthrax on her screen it was not anthrax it was lithium <laughs> it's anthrax. <laughs> so your head's really in a post 9-11 world I... i'm so sorry lithium <laughs> she's sweating lithium she's like Honestly. that that weight is an ass i they know me here she needs, I know that woman is probably past, but I need a character like her on sex on and just like that. This is who I wish lived in Carrie's building instead of Lisette. Yes. You know, like a crazy neighbor who you're always like, fuck, I gotta get inside. I gotta get into my apartment before she comes out. Yeah, she she was almost like the woman that lived in her building. Like she'd be yeah. that kind of like manic energy. I'm obsessed with her. Like the and Carrie just being so kind of awkward and rude. Um, and by the way, I think to that man, this that's like exactly that Carrie is that woman is to Carrie as she was to that man. Yeah, just a, a character you don't want to meet. Yeah, no, you don't want to come. You don't want that person to cross paths with you. But then she's finally feeling better. She heads out on the street, and we meet Lewis from St. Louis. What did you think of him instantly? Daniel Sunyata, he as played by. Is this Lewis from St. Louis? And then there's Louise, Louise. from St. Louis? No, oh, sorry. No, he's Lewis from Louisiana. Oh, well, it's similar. Louisiana. I... Right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Did you get that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he's so fucking hot. Like, did you watch the? I wasn't okay. Rescue me! Did you watch that show? Of course I did. We well, talked of course about this. He was he, he's very sexy on that show. Yeah. Alongside my sweet baby boy, King Stephen Pasquale. Yeah. Um, and honestly, for a brief moment there, I think while watching that show, I was even attracted to Dennis. I was going to say Rodman, but that's yeah. not his name. Dennis. Dennis uh, O'Leary. O O'Leary, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
would you have no i thought the other two sailors were as goofy as could be when it cut to them and they were like yeah bring lots of friends those country bumpkins <laughs> like, like they, were, shut the fuck they up. were like tom schwartz's triplet brothers <laughs> like, they were just like clowns. One of these, two of these things is not like the other yeah no and so they decide to go to this party. They instantly separate. Also, we need to talk about Sarah Jessica Parker's doing so much screaming in this episode. She's screaming, screaming. on the streets. She's screaming when she sees Charlotte's breast. Yes. She's um, doing a lot of screaming work in the rain. Yeah. Her skirt's flying up. And let's hear her conversation with Lewis from Louisiana. Yeah. Say Lewis from Louisiana. How many great loves do you think you get in a lifetime? Great loves. That is the question on deck. Maybe one, if you're lucky. Well, I'm glad I stayed. After the way this city kicked my ass today, I needed that dance. I have to say, this is my first trip to New York. Not for me. I mean, the garbage, the noise, I don't know how you put up with it. Thanks. Good night. Wait. Going home all alone? It's rough out there. It isn't so bad. It's not. Just sentimental. No, no. If Lewis was right, and you only get one great love, New York may just be mine. And I can't have nobody talking shit about my boyfriend. Chris. Hold on, <laughs> Chris. Okay, it is really hard something? to take the visuals away from this show sometimes. <laughs> it's so hard. Okay, I have to say something. <laughs> go this on, man, go on. This man is like the garbage, the noise. No, you're saying it all wrong. The garbage, the noise. He sounded like Thomas Ravenel. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to war. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up, buddy. But are you you can't handle to... the noise of But are you going to Iraq? Laughing. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're you're looking for weapons of mass destruction. Mass destruction. <laughs> like, this is no joke. But I just felt like listening to it without the visuals, it was I think. so horrible. Everyone on this show sounds crazy. It was like, salt. She's, she's like, so Lewis from St. Louis. She's so fucking breathy. And Louisiana. He sounds... He sounds like I think my impersonation of Aiden, just a fucking country. The Lord, the garbage. <laughs> oh, like I don't know reject how you do it. Reject from Tennessee Williams, like he's having like a hot tin roof. Ghost. Like he's so crazy. Well, darling. Then, well, sugar. I gotta to, get out of this city. <laughs> to waste, and then he just vanishes into the night. Bye, baby. I'm a Louisiana ghost. Well, <laughs> down by the bayou. This poor man's just trying to get fucked, okay? And she's wasting his time with these silly questions. So, Lewis, from How Louisiana. How do you believe in two loves? Well, sugar, 
my papa used to tell me. Like, I'm like what's happening? What is this like Jiminy conce- Cricket? <laughs> what is this nuts. people's conceit of a southern man? Honey. Oh, I, I don't I, know. I it was really hard to listen to. You and I just kept looking at each other like, whoa. <laughs> what's happening, baby? Um, oh. I, I do always appreciate whenever Sarah Jessica per- Parker curses on the show because it's so rare. So the mm-hmm. not talking shit about my boyfriend. Um, but this is a real grab bag of an app, and I don't know about that clip. <laughs> What'd you think of the fashion? I loved, loved, loved Samantha's sequin strapless dress that she wore to the party. I was obsessed with it. Well, I know I dragged Carrie left and right. I thought she looked beautiful throughout this entire episode. Um, mm. I really appreciate. I really loved her kind of day outfit when she picked up the pano chocolate with the skirt and the jacket. Um, and my favorite thing she wore was that comfy, cozy sweater at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of fashion, and I know they did this to like a show the like difference between Miranda. Oh no! They look so. They all look amazing. Charlotte's never looked more prim and proper. Samantha's completely snatched in a cut to Miranda. And I. It was probably like one myself. Steve's old t-shirts. Three, <laughs> it looked like she had two coats on. <laughs> Yeah, it was honestly like looking at a mirror. And I don't watch Sex and the City to see myself. Uh, it was too much. I know. Now, who is your favorite man in this episode? My favorite man. Hmm. I, w- I'll, I was going to... Honestly, there's a lot of men in this episode that I'm into. Really? Yeah. <laughs> After that clip, I've completely written Lewis off. I can't do him. I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. write him off. Um, Baby doll, which of the men you gonna pick? Yeah, I would pick the the guy under the awning. Same. I'm going with because he's he enough gorgeous. common sense to be like, You're "I gotta get crazy. out of here." This is the I don't want to be a part of this cinematic yeah. universe. No, Can somebody please get me on the wire. I'll be on any other HBO show. Yeah, no. What would you give this out of ten? Um. <laughs> like a five look i'm giving it a five as a episode as like a written if i had to look at this critically which is hopefully what we've been doing but as an experiment gone awry i'm giving it a 10 out of 10 because it is batshit (laughs) insane this entire episode it really is craziest things i've ever seen and i don't even think we scratched the surface of why we think it is so crazy i think we i think we as a whole like but it's nuts. It's like nuts. every every scene is wilder than the last. Mm-hmm. Guys, go back and watch it. This is the and just like that backdoor pilot. Mm-hmm. If you think and just like that is crazy, watch well, can this you vamp for a second before we do the ending? Can I what? Just vamp, like talk about something. Yeah. Well, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I could. I've it's never been so more speechless. Never heard um, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... All right. Well, I figured out the problem. So thank you for vamping. You're welcome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you join us again next week when we discuss season five, episode two, Unoriginal Sin. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us online. I'm at CLewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram, and I'm at Takers Olaf on Twitter. We'll see you next week. We got to get Sam to the dentist. <laughs> Bye.
Production.